When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Just a heads up, Unpopular Opinion is a full-on podcast network now, in case you didn't know that. We have something like 15 different shows right now. I've honestly lost count. We release 10 or more episodes every single week. If you like this show, there's a good chance you'll like most of the other shows. And here's the thing. You don't even have to listen to all of them. Because it's such a great deal. For just $5 a month, you get every episode of every podcast we release completely ad-free, even if you only listen to half of them. It's probably the best deal in entertainment history. I think we can all agree on that. Go subscribe right now. Patreon.com slash unpops. Thanks. We love you. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, for the 200th time, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit, I just do this show. Joining me today, he is the architect and creator of some of the most beloved and widely read content in the history of Crack.com. You've read his work, and now you're listening to him on a podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about myself. Also joining me, he is the former editor-in-chief at Crack.com, but he recently left to do his own thing. We're going to talk about that today and nothing else at all. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack O'Brien. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hey. It is our 200th goddamn show. What? Yeah. Some We've kind been, of sound oh, effect. Oh, sorry. Nice. Yeah. That soundboard. Yeah, we have a machine for it now. Fucking awesome. It's yeah. full of sounds. Congratulations on making it to 200, you guys. Thanks. And we filmed all of them in like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of them, this has just been... Yeah, we were at 97 before this week. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. We knock them out. Don't let it be known that we're not war horses. Work, work, horse, work, horse, war horse. Jack O'Brien is here. Hi, what? how's it going, Jack O'Brien? Newly of HowStuffWorks.com. Right. Yeah, indeed. You are starting a a comedy wing there. A comedy wing. Uh, we'll probably come up with a different name how than that, How does... Stuff Works Comedy. Uh, <laughs> how comedy works? I don't works. know what it is. Yeah, because as as of right now, it it, it uh, suggests that. We'll be analyzing jokes and telling yeah, you how. How does, how does that work? Uh, there's a there's a punchline. Uh, so, sometimes, other times, people just say funny stuff. Never but, heard of it. Yeah, mm. comedy. How comedy works? That would be a great fucking. How is do comedy? <laughs> <laughs> how is do comedy? Exactly. That's going to be the name of our first podcast. How is do comedy? Uh, a real fun name. Jeff's here too. Hey everybody, you're you always doing? here. I most of the time. Yeah, like I. The official co-host, unofficial co-host. You're the official co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice yeah. you until you just said that. Yeah, Jeff's yeah, here. Yeah, huh? yeah Jeff. Look at that. He's here also. He's just That's in the those, corner with us. I a... was camouflaged yeah. like that, that plane in I Spy. It's pretty S- impressive. So I uh, have not I seen watched I Spy. Spy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I have not seen that. <laughs> Owen Wilson and Eddie Murphy's greatest uh, work together. Yeah. I have not seen it either. Jeff has like a photographic memory when it comes to movies. Owen Wilson movies in particular. Yeah, and that's especially. It. Hey, I'm a spy. <laughs> Remember when he tried to kill himself? That was I weird. Mean, that was weird. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's a surprise yeah. when you've made it that And then he was far. just fine, and we never talk about it anymore. Hey, I'm great. And now every time I look at him, I'm like, he's so sad. <laughs> I know. Oh, you Someone know. help him. 
You know what? To to get this far in Hollywood with that visible nose, like yeah. fuck yeah, man, you've got a good thing going. Good for him. You've got a really good thing going. So yeah, what are you doing throwing that in the trash? So so Jack, I don't understand how. What have you been up to since we talked last? <laughs> uh, Hit it, Brett. You know the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Clearly, Jack doesn't remember this part of the show where I cut off the guest very rudely. <laughs> And now I forgot what I was saying, but this segment is called This Week and Me. Because this is the part where I spend all the time asking everyone else what they've been up to, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And it's about to get really intense, as everyone can attest. I play this myself on guitar. I'm on tambourines in the back. Yes. You can't really hear it. Okay. Fade it out, Brett. So now we still tell Brett to do shit, even though he's not. <laughs> I'm further fascinated by this. Do you sip five hour energies instead of taking it down like a shot? No, I just took it down. Like oh, okay. A shot. I was I, like, I, I, sip I thought it. you like <laughs> sipped it for a little bit and put it down. I was like, what is going on? These things all taste awful. I was trying to make it last. There's uh, vodka. The, yeah, it's just a, it's just a shot of vodka. Swish it out with vodka after yeah. he slams. Did you ever have a teacher that you knew was drinking at work? Yeah, I had I had one teacher who always had a, a can of Coke and. People were like, "Yeah, I think he's dipping," but I, I think it was pretty clear he was drinking whiskey out of his. What if he was like dipping into a can of of whiskey, whiskey, and then? Yeah. Oh, we, we had a math teacher that was the most obvious gambling addict. <laughs> like he was the most obvious degenerate. Yeah. Like it was very, very clear, and he had like the little coke nail. And he also <laughs> yes. had this, he had he had one of the science beakers filled with water that he would like clearly fill up with some kind of gin or something like that. And it was <laughs> so incredible that everybody knew it and he was just still coasting through. I used to have a coke nail but for smoking weed. Like I would use it like a roach clip because my, if oh. you get your fingernail really long then you can hold the joint without so it index touching your finger fingers. Coke nail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's like a, different. It's like yeah. a vampire nail. It's like right. a weapon. Yeah, 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 exactly. I could have played guitar with it. Nail. I could have done anything with it. Yeah, but coke, I used it to smoke weed. Coke nail is like aggressive for a parking attendant. Like if a parking <laughs> attendant has a coke nail, I'm like, yeah. shit, man. You are like a scary motherfucker. Like yeah. if it's a what math else teacher, that's do? fucking awesome. Yeah. Anyone with that's... that kind of dedication to hard drugs. Yeah. Like yeah, if someone like, has a cocaine okay. kit You'll when you come it. over, it's like, whoa. You'll change your body. Yeah. So you can do cocaine more efficiently. I've adapted my body to do cocaine more efficiently. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, it was always like reading like the sports lines and the news. Like it was always just the sports section and always like the back of the sports section <laughs> with like all the all the lines. Do they still run like sports lines in the back of the newspapers? Like, I don't know. All the plus minuses and everything. Like I haven't that? read a newspaper in years. Yeah. Right. I think ESPN's like. Opening up to that, ESPN's like now got like acknowledging gambling pretty much everywhere. Well, wasn't that a big thing about Jimmy the Greek? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, so they the, used yeah, that to was have thing. like an odds maker, and then he uh, went on national TV with a bunch of like racist <laughs> theories <laughs> about why yeah. black oh. people are better athletes, and they were like, maybe we maybe this gambling thing isn't <laughs> such a good idea. Maybe the thing is, I'm not sure it's the. Th- Theory itself was racist so much as the practice that right. got to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The theory wasn't too far off. Right. So obviously, couldn't think of anything we could talk about today. So we're talking about uh, good news. Good news. There's a bunch of we, we've done, we did an episode like this with uh, Dave Waite not too long ago. Heck yes. And people, <laughs> dirt bike dad. Yeah, that's right, man. Hot dog. And uh, people liked it a lot. So we're we're going to talk about some good news. Happening in the world. Hey, we could use it, you guys. Am I right? Right? Am I right? I we mean... could use it. <laughs> I don't know why the Dean scream was necessary there. But it's good news. Felt yeah. good. Yeah. So uh, what should we talk about first? Should we talk about Saudi Arabia? Yeah, let's talk about Saudi Arabia, shall we? It's like they, they basically just appointed their version of the Middle East Obama. Like the, I think hey. this is as close as it gets to having Oh, a... you mean Obama? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, am I right? Right. <laughs> Jeff with the conspiracy theories. But they just basically appointed their new crown prince and they broke the line of succession. King Salman. <laughs> King Salman. <laughs> That's uh, how people pronounce move. Salmon. <laughs> King Salmon. Yeah, let's just call him that. Fuck that. Uh, King Salman. He broke the line of succession. He was supposed to appoint his nephew, who's some old dude in his 50s who would have been basically the same type of leader Saudi Arabia's had forever. And he said nay and appointed his son instead, 
which on the one hand seems shitty. Right. It's, it's like, oh, geez, what, <laughs> what a, what a big breaker. move of you. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, his son is this sort of progressive type named bin Salman. Mohammed bin Salman. And the other one is Mohammed bin Fayyad is the one who yeah, was the bin going means to. of, right? Like son of. Isn't that what that means? I don't know. Sure. I think yeah. I, I, thought, I yes. think it does. I don't Seems know. Like, like, don't quote me on that, but I'm confident in you seeming to know that. My so. context clues of this also. Jeff yeah. taught Islamic history Osama in school. I did. Yeah. Did you? Oh. Yeah, I did actually. That was the first, the second unit we did after uh, the Byzantine Empire was Islam. You're pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm yeah. intimidated. <laughs> um, yeah, but it is. It does turn out to be like a cool move. It like the the king has to be like. I kind of sucked at this. Like me being like an old guy who like has really shitty, like conservative values. Like I sucked. We, we should go with like this young person who has crazy ideas. Like I feel like that's even harder to admit when it's your son, you know? Yeah. At least based on my experience. Well, they're hemorrhaging money too, right? Right. Right. So he's just like, fuck, we got to change it up. It's funny, too, because I always remember there's an opposite story in in Chinese history where um, this woman, Empress Wu, refused to let her sons take over, even though it was like unheard of to let a woman be in charge because they were both so stupid that she was like, they'll they'll ruin the fucking country. And she like basically like told off her her sons. She's like, you're not getting it. Yeah. Uh, And it's like even like the opposite direction of that must be really difficult too to have to admit that the children who rightfully should succeed both suck too much. Right. Right. But like for the good of the country, you have to like admit fault with yourself or with your children. Yeah. And this is a thing that it it causes division in the Middle East a lot because they are traditionally are just a series of really old conservative clerics or royal family type leaders in the Middle East who are just completely disconnected from the young people in the country. And anytime change happens in a country, it's going to happen with the young people. So it usually turns into like this fierce opposition between the two. But this is a chance for them to actually have someone in power for 50 some years, maybe he's only 31, who can kind of bridge that divide, at least at first, he's going to get old or at least, wouldn't that be crazy if he just stays 31 forever? Yeah. They put a vampire in charge? <laughs> Muhammad bin Button. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, too, because a, a lot of these, um, this this current, gen- like, I guess the millennial generation or whatever, are American uh, educated. They're, right. they're educated by Western um, teachers as well. Like, uh, for primary school ages, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, Western teachers that come in and teach them about sort of the world. And then they'll go over. I know like Bentley College at one point in time had like four Saudi princes there at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just like if you want to learn business or you want to like. Uh, or and a lot I've of, never heard of it. What is Bentley? Bentley's like a, a relatively prestigious business school on the East oh, Coast. Wow. It's like one of the like the like a business only school, whereas mm-hmm. it, would be, it wouldn't be like Harvard where it's like business and law and all this stuff. It's like fucking business. The only fucking better business, business school is Rolls Royce School. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey. nice! Uh, I'm really gonna abuse the fuck out of that uh, soundboard. I've just never had one. So. Say the c word out loud and watch what happens. Cunt. triggered the cuntinger. There is the cuntinger. Staple of this podcast. Yeah, the I found this news like almost a little bit exhausting because I don't know. We're like. 50 years after the civil rights movement and we still like have to like fight to like keep our heads above water in terms of yeah. like progressiveness and like they're just starting that process <laughs> like the guys like i think women are valuable and everyone's like oh shit <laughs> like yeah. it's like real like 50 years ago uh it, it's just yeah they they mention in the in one of the articles we read for this that he is interested in promoting women's rights, but he also recognizes that it's like the issue for the people above him, where it's like their red line, where if he tries to give women too much too quick, it's going to destabilize the country. Yeah, it's very interesting when you transition to what we view from our perspective, and then you look at somewhere else. And, and I, I hate to 
call it into like a religious thing where it's just like we are Christian because that's stupid and not actually correct. Um, right. But uh, and that was actually a problem when I was teaching is the us and they. I had to like correct myself even though I didn't practice. I'm like, yeah, you immediately sort of start to think that way. They're so young. The religion is so young. Yeah. I mean, it's I always when people were like, oh, Muslims are pretty rough. It's like, where were Christians 800 years ago? Right, oh, you know, because like we're eight hundred years older, or well, six hundred years older as a religion. And again, I said we. Yeah. Um, but Christianity is six. Like, look at where Christianity was six hundred years ago. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you guys were like super worse, yeah. right? Like, so it's 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 interesting to see forced progress versus natural progress. Yeah. And it's got to happen. It's going to take social movements, obviously, and, and political movements. And this is a huge step forward, but. Yeah, a lot of it is just waiting for people to die. Yeah, like, yeah, that's 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 definitely a big part of it, and that's kind of what this is. They need, they just happened to need to replace someone, right? Yeah. And you need your like, you need your big historical figure who like moves you forward, and you know maybe this guy is that. Although, like, just looking at pictures of him, he just looks too much like. Not, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I've always wondered like if. If we get like a Gandhi or like a Abe Lincoln in our modern world, like will we even be able to recognize them because we'll be like doing like crying Gandhi memes and like shit like that? And like <laughs> yeah. also like you, I feel like all those people like just had like a look about them. Like like Gandhi right. was real like cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> like Abe Lincoln's face was apparently like the weirdest thing. Like everyone they was all like, they're peacocking. They all read the game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> like every iconic like hero of history who like Trump's nagging us. Yeah. Right. Oh. Secretary of the Treasury <laughs> mystery or whatever. Right. Name yeah, is. yeah. Yeah. And this guy this guy definitely needs like a a hair thing or yeah. something like that. You should wear goggles. Yeah. yeah. Or like get a like white streak in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Goggles would be fucking amazing. Big top hat with gears on it and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, this... Uh, yeah, he definitely doesn't... He looks like every other leader well, he that dresses, they've ever had. It's but, a standard, but like, it's standard the, the shake there. Yeah. You know, um, outfit, I guess. Right. You have that. But you mentioned that they're, they're kind of hemorrhaging money, which... With most of these stories we're going to talk about today, there is sort of a dark side to all of them. And wouldn't be on pops without it. Yeah, with with this one, Saudi Arabia, uh, like you said, they're they've been losing money for years because oil prices are way down. It's terrorism just, is expensive to yeah, fund. terrorism <laughs> costs a ton of money. The Nine, return just isn't yeah. that great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're still paying off their nine eleven. Yeah, you get a lot of bang for your buck, but man, right. it's expensive. <laughs> Like the A Rod contract, you know, like 9/11 was the A Rod contract of terrorism. <laughs> but they've uh, big splashy thing in New York, but it's just doesn't really return. It's mostly surface, mostly right. publicity. Who did that voice? Uh, <laughs> but some guy just came in, ran ran back out. <laughs> Racist guy. Also, yeah, also a white dude ran into. It that was A Rod actually. <laughs> Yeah, but they've been losing money because of low oil prices, which is the same reason Venezuela, who will also probably invade soon. Russia. Uh, yeah, they, they've all been losing money because of oil. And the other thing they're losing money because of is the U.S. is able to import liquid gas really cheaply. And the reason we're able to do that is because we get it from our other ally in the Middle East, which is Qatar. And now Saudi Arabia, if you've been following the news, Donald Trump just went to Saudi Arabia and met with them. And after meeting with them, he does this big public spectacle where he denounces Qatar as a sponsor of terrorism, which, fine, but so is Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You can't... How do you do that after 9-11? Yeah. Like, in what, what drives me insane about it is you know it's just Saudi Arabia knowing that he doesn't have enough of an understanding of the Middle East to know that even though Saudi Arabia is telling you something about Qatar, Qatar's also our ally. They're like you cannot take sides. Yeah, play the game. <laughs> right. Do you think there was like an actual meeting where they were like, "Well, if we give this guy a sword and like a shiny glowing orb, orb like he'll probably just." completely ignore our ties to terrorism like do you think they had I it drawn out so. that way or do you think it was just like a happy surprise they were like oh shit yeah he fucking yo I he's doing he's the like, orb thing nobody he, does that he's like a 
golden retriever. Holy yeah, do you ever, shit! Do you ever think they kept testing him? Right. And like the like the it, they all like someone wins a bet if he touches the orb. Right. Okay. 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 So the end. He's beheading yeah. someone. Okay. <laughs> if he touches the orb, okay, then I owe thirty thousand dollars over there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the thing is, Saudi Arabia. What what Trump came out and said is that Qatar is not doing enough to help us fight terrorism. We have a fucking military base in Qatar where we operate our missions to bomb ISIS in Syria and Iraq. We run that from Qatar. That's them doing at least a little. Like, that's the thing Muslim countries hate the most is when there's another entity or army occupying their country, and they let us do it. But is that kind of like Cuba allowing us to have Guantanamo Bay for all that time? Like, No, it is, but the, but the thing is... If you're going to call them out, you have to call out Saudi Arabia, too. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, I think I think just Trump's, like, sense of reality is just whatever, like, the very, like, center mass of people know. And since most people don't know that shit about military bases, it, like, doesn't yeah. register to him. He just, his subconscious is basically, like, talk radio. He just like has, right. has talk radio instead of a subconscious. Well, the thing about Saudi Arabia, they also sponsor terrorism. And yes, Trump's kind of ignoring that. But which of our presidents haven't? Like no one had. Like if we were going to go. Christ, even Bush. <laughs> yeah, if we were going to go to war with anyone after 9-11, it probably should have been Saudi Arabia if we were doing it in retaliation for 9-11. Because like nine, nine of the hijackers, I think, were Saudis. Nine of the 11 hijackers. Whoa. Whoa. It's all in the numbers, you guys. It's all in the numbers. <laughs> and it also, uh, it was rumored for a long time that there was a Saudi intelligence officer who met with some of the hijackers right before it happened. And we could never really confirm that. And then they finally, through the Freedom of Information Act, released a bunch of uh, documents that had been redacted during the 9-11 investigation that did confirm that there was a Saudi intelligence agent who met in San Diego with two of the hijackers right before 9-11. But, hey, but they I, don't sponsor terrorism. They just hung out apparently. at Comic-Con that summer. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to get the experience. They yeah, were it's out. such a weird story. If you read his side of it, he's like, I just met, I befriended them at the airport, and then we just decided to live together in San Diego. Yeah. Because you know how that happens. Yeah. Oh, that being said, if I saw an American hanging out in, like, Jitta. <laughs> you know, if I'm like in Jeddah and I see an American, I'm like, well, I'm at least going to try to have one friend that I can yeah, speak right. with. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, I mean, I know it's far fetched and everything, but like I, putting myself in that situation, imagine the circumstantial evidence of that guy. He's yeah. like, look, man, I saw another Arab guy. There was no other Arab guys. Saw another here. Arab guy at LAX. It was wow. A, it was a pre 9 11 world. Was he in a car of some sort? Yeah, they're basically like the cheating husband who's just like keeps getting caught like doing shit behind yeah. the US's back and is just like no what I love you <laughs> and like giving giving like like their strategy is just like they're buddies with the bushes they right. like give Trump a bunch of shit like send, shiny they shit they send us yeah. flowers it's yeah. like the shit it's their that strategy Kobe. is like too dumb to like even be said out loud and like think it would like make sense. Right. But, America yeah. walking around with the Kobe Bryant's wife <laughs> ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And the, they change their jersey number and they're fine. Right. So now the, the one bad thing about, well, I'm sure there's plenty of bad things about this new crown prince, but one thing, he's very much into military excursions. Like they just, uh, Saudi Arabia just went into Yemen, which people weren't happy about. And he just kind of went in with no idea how it was going to end. It was just like, yeah, war. That, sound, that doesn't do that. sound like anything that we would be familiar with in America. Yeah, exactly. No exit strategy. That's kind of our thing. So. <laughs> right. But them getting Trump to say this about Cutter, or whether they got him to say it or however it happened, like that kind of opens them up now to be like, well, if they don't do what we want them to do, then we can go in and invade also. And then they get all the that natural yeah. gas uh, reserves, and then they have leverage over us do you, again. Do you think Trump had that Cutter thing written, or do you think he just let it roll off the tongue? He, I think he just let it let he, it fly. I, I told you my my theory is he's he's everything. He's the bad ending of every movie where someone crumples up their speech and is like, <laughs> I'm going to wing it from the heart, <laughs> just, and just every. Just, 
possible Murphy's Law situation of words coming out of his mouth after that happened. Just every day is just yeah. like his advisor sitting on the sideline being like, please, please don't do it this time. Don't. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going off prompter, <laughs> you guys. Carter and the blacks are causing trouble. What? what? <laughs> no. It's no. so hard to keep up with, too. Like, we're yeah. recording this a few weeks before it goes up. Who the fuck knows what this situation will be dead. by then? We're all dead. Yeah. Never goes up. At war with Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to chisel this podcast into stone. <laughs> Someone finds it. Yeah. Uh, my first employee at uh, my new How Stuff Works comedy network is uh, from Iran, and she is uh, not very happy with Saudi Arabia. And I don't know why, but I'm assuming it has something to do with the fact that they're uh, pretty aggressive militarily right at this oh, moment. Yeah. 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 yeah, if you're Iran, you got to be like, fuck this guy. Another guy, huh? Another <laughs> one? Fuck. Yeah, and that's also one of the sticking points between Saudi Arabia and Qatar, is that Qatar is actually kind of aligned with Iran and doesn't really... They see them as an ally in the Middle East, and Saudi Arabia does not. So right. also a problem. It's like high school. It really is. It's exactly like high school. Iran's a bitch. <laughs> Iran's the mean girl. So, yeah, that's happening. Should we talk about diarrhea, cha-cha-cha? Yay! Yeah, poop jokes. That's... Not really jokes. This is good news. Diarrhea deaths are down in poor countries. That's when people Diar- choke to death on People it. diarrhea. When they're, when they're drinking their nice frosty <laughs> glass of diarrhea. Oh. Yeah, Jenkum overdoses. This is definitely the depressing story that is most likely to have made me laugh my ass off when I was like in middle yeah. school. Yeah, like exactly. There, there are lines in the story that are like, all the country's data are aggregated into global diarrhea estimate. <laughs> there are cases where nobody really knows what the diarrhea outcomes truly are. Yeah, this is like a South Park B plot. Right, exactly. <laughs> if it's diarrhea, we know what the outcomes are. People yeah. only want Explosive. to pay a- <laughs> People only want to pay attention to diarrhea in places where there's the most robust or highest quality data. Uh, yeah. That's- yeah, there's a there's another one in there from this is Dr. Richard Cash, senior global health lecturer at Harvard University. The authors are using some crappy data what? and good data, but they incorporate all of it. Like, don't say crappy right. there, Dick Cash. <laughs> he still he still is amused by it, even though he's like a career <laughs> diarrhea like academic. He's still like, <laughs> yeah, he's still just in. giggling crappy. his ass off all day. Uh, but it did make me laugh because I'm a mature grown up who yeah. would never yeah. laugh at a story that involves yeah. lots of uh, people dying. That is not how comedy works. But it's right. down now. Yeah. Diarrhea. Yeah, diarrhea deaths are way down. There was a study published this month in The Lancet, which shows that diarrhea-related deaths have dropped by 20% since 2005. There it is. Yeah, which I guess diarrhea-related deaths is not a thing that we sort of acknowledge as being a huge problem. But, for instance, like the Civil War, we, we call that the bloodiest war in American history. It's actually the most diarrhea death in or uh, war in American history because uh, most people died of like dysentery actually Ugh. like the it was just people sweet, like we picture dysentery right we picture <laughs> like Civil War soldiers like gasping out their last breath on the battlefield like gut shot like yeah. go home and take care of my but there it's actually like them just like shitting their brains out like in Dumb and Dumber and yeah. being like, go home and take care of And then just... We got to go to a Civil after, War reenactment after eat, in the summer. <laughs> I know. After yeah. eating like bad weasel right. or something like that. Yeah, getting just like... It, getting mites and everything. Gross water, just... Yeah. So, and we had to cut that out of history because it's objectively hilarious. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the same reason they I, don't give comedies Oscars. You just I, can't... doesn't fit tonally. I wish I taught Civil War history. Because <laughs> I totally would have brought that up. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know people died of shitting themselves? Yeah, just nonstop. It's like a crazy thing. You can laugh about it. It's cool. Yeah, it was a long time ago. But a fifth. A fifth, yeah. That's the... a big number to go down the yeah. toilet. Hey. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, granted, there's still 1.3 million diarrhea-related deaths each year, Aww. which... I mean, I think some of that, it's got to be just because there's diseases in poor countries that yeah. we don't have. 
Yes. Like the like malaria, the soccer yeah. of diseases, which <laughs> you're never going to catch it here, but you go anywhere else, it's fucking huge. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking very funny. And uh, the even better, the uh, the deaths for children under five have dropped by thirty five percent. What's the do you do you know about influenza in regards to that? Like what those numbers would be? People dying of of influenza because diarrhea usually comes with that too, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. It didn't mention influenza. Yeah, it seems like. like, Why do we call it influenza instead of just the flu? What's wrong? Because otherwise we'd be saying diarrhea deaths. (laughs) They died by (laughs) diarrhea. And that's uh, objectively too funny for people, (laughs) reporters on the BBC to say with a straight face. They died of diarrhea. but yeah, I, I'm assuming like this is a symptom of lots of different diseases, right? So like we, right. we've seen these statistics in other ways, like mentioned in other ways, as like influenza or malaria or something like that. Yeah, but the what the, well what they think one of the things they think has contributed to it uh, decreasing is uh, for one thing there was a rotavirus vaccine that was just rolled out in Latin America and Africa, which. Uh, I don't know if they just it's have. We, do we have it? Yeah. Do we like? I don't want to get diarrhea anymore either. So, <laughs> like, if yeah. I could get every day, you have it. Yeah, <laughs> weird. So, if I could get that, and also they think just increased education for parents in terms of how to deal with uh, your kid when they have diarrhea and don't. what you can do instead of just letting them. Yeah. Shit like a goddamn faucet for days. <laughs> Step one, stop feeding your kid yeah. diarrhea. <laughs> right. Step in and do something. Yeah, they specifically in the article uh, attribute it to mothers getting smarter. I like that they're just like the fathers. We just can't teach them not to give the, like, yeah. feed their kids diarrhea water. Yeah. Those idiots. Yeah. So there is one, uh, there is a downside to this. If you can even call it a downside, because, you know, there's enough of us in rich countries. We could afford to lose some. But diarrhea-related deaths are up in wealthy countries, which Fine. should not be the case. But it's called the herd. It is the case. Hey, it's Taco Bell. Am I right, you guys? <laughs> All right. Whoa. 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 Yeah, the, uh, apparently the problem here is that we take too many antibiotics. Right. I don't know why I lost that word for a second. Uh, it's a fancy word. Yeah, it really is. And I've always been, I don't know everyone else's stance, but I've always been kind of against antibiotics for that very reason. Like so if you've it's... been biotic. You're anti-antibiotic. <laughs> antibiotics for, I'm what biotic. for what reason? Because if you, oh, like I want to save it for when I have something that I really need, that my body really needs help fighting. I'm not going to take antibiotics just because it'll like, Make my cold uh, last three days instead of four, or my infection, or whatever. Well, usually, I mean, an inf- but an infection. Well, those yeah, can an, lead inf- to an infection. Yes, but like, like any infection can lead to death. You're not going to take antibiotics for a cold. No, like anti. But they do prescribe. Like if you have yeah. like a respiratory infection, they'll give you oh, antibiotics. Yeah. Well, yeah, one, but that's Which only it, once. And ninety percent of the time, it's not a bacterial infection. Right. But they just do it. I think most of the time to get the patient to shut the fuck up right. because the patient's like, I think I need a you know antibiotic, and it's actually a viral thing. And with viruses, you just kind of have to like Absolutely. take care of yourself and just wait it out a little yeah. bit. Well, with, with the cause, like the infection though, isn't the infection that's caused by the virus, but the infection in itself is not. It doesn't matter if it was bacterial or viral. Once the infection hits, it has to be because the infection is like. The after the wound problem, or right? The it's so the like, symptom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, for that, yeah, that kind of infect, like an infected like, wound, obviously. Yeah, but any infection would well, need that. Whereas, well, no, uh, if you have a cold virus, you have to wait it out, right? But like once the infection hits, then you have to medicate. But, but most well, no, illnesses but, are viral. Like most of the illnesses that we get on a regular basis, and so we're just like it, basically this is the first sign of that, like arms race that you, we've been hearing about for years between like antibiotics and like these super, super strains like of, and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly like um, they've been racing each other yeah, and... the uh yeah it's like the red queen principle i believe they call it right where it's the, we have to run faster to stay in place right um that's actually one of the biggest problems was the introduction of antibacterial hand soap right like, yeah that's the thing that actually was like the crux that made like the thing that rocketed super viruses right in. Um, and they said, like, what was like lava? They said lava was like the best thing to use. And then people just 
stopped. Caring. Yeah, it was like a bar of sandpaper. It was yeah, great. yeah, yeah. It was like a pumice, pumice soap, and then uh, and then ivory, and it was all fragrant and lovely. And then it got out of control. Where people yeah. are like, now we want antibacterial. We don't want our kids to get sick. Fuck that. Smash your kid's face in a litter box if you want your kid to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, sneeze was... in your kid's face. Like do everything you can to get your kid a little sick. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a new parent, so I'm over here taking notes. It seems like you know what you're talking <laughs> well, you, about. You know, they say the kids with the healthiest. Jeff does um, have two cats. <laughs> the kid, well, the, the kids with the healthiest immune systems are the kids that pick their nose and eat it. Yeah, and the That's kids like, who have is, like animals that, in their house. Yeah. That, but. I know, you know who says that? needed. Right. No, like, you can look that up. It, like, it's just, they found that that, because what you're doing is you're ba- they're basically immunizing themselves from bigger problems down the road. This like was having sex. This was, <laughs> this was reported in the Journal of Kids Who Pick Their Nose <laughs> weekly. Um, I'm not only a subscriber, but I'm on the board. So. <laughs> it's in highlights. Yeah. But there is, I, I think there are, th- this is going to be one of those, like, half-remembered uh cool facts that might not be true but i'm pretty sure that like in a lot of countries that aren't like as advanced medically as uh the western world that they don't have things like allergies and shit like that because yeah like allergies are similarly one of those things that's caused by your body not being exposed to like a lot of the like dirt and just gross shit that we're supposed to eggs all over your kids right yeah how old's your kid? You said yeah. He's fourteen months. They're coming rub, up on fourteen months. Peanut butter, just yep. a peanut butter all bath. Over all over. Yeah. Well, so that is actually something like they used to tell you to avoid like exposing them to peanuts for the first year of their life, and like now they're telling you to, uh, yeah, just peanut butter baths. Every Throw night. it on the floor of yeah. the Texas Roadhouse and let it roll around <laughs> yeah, the yeah. shelves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, just have the EpiPen just in case available, and then just throw your kid into an egg batch. And yeah, is that a thing? An egg batch? Yeah, an egg batch. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's okay. how yes. eggs grow. Yeah, yeah. Is that batch of eggs. I don't like know how to get them. I just know I love them. Yeah, yeah. If anyone knows anything about eggs, it's you. <laughs> get a Reese's peanut butter egg. I watched Jeff eat twelve so. eggs before a comedy show once. Really? Just threw down on twelve or eggs raw, uh, pan fried. Oh, raw. That's so much worse. Pan fried. Because well, then it's it was 12, my only option. Twelve individual eggs. At least scrambled. It just looks like a pile, and you don't. No, it, it was, you can it psych looked, yourself out. I and mean, go, that's it, only nine eggs. No, they were like pancakes. It was just basically like a pancake. I broke the yolks up and made it like a pancake, and then I because I had to do it. It twice. gets worse every time you was, add more detail. It was a small frying pan, so I had to do six at a time. So I fried them up through a little sriracha on there. It was like two egg shaped, egg flavored pancakes, basically. No one likes you. Should we get to the? Uh, <laughs> should, like me. Should we talk about this Wyoming student and his uh, valedictorian speech? By the way, this, by the way, first news out of Wyoming. <laughs> first, well, of so uh, I thought it was out of Wyoming, and it turns out it is out of, like, Wyoming County in Pennsylvania. It's well, why the fuck would they put Wyoming in the headline? I don't know. Because they didn't research. It's fake news. Why, <laughs> Wyoming paid them. They're like, look, we got to seem like we have something happening oh. here. Just... Now they don't have a news story anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Wyoming. Damn it. Yeah, so this kid, he uh, goes to give his valedictorian speech and strays off course and just starts shitting on the school administrators and teachers, calls them authoritarians, which is a very strong word. Like, what it's, the fuck? Like, I get that it's funny, but like, if I was an administrator, fuck that. I'd be like, you, yeah. fuck you. He, it's pretty, like, when you watch the tape, it's pretty... Uh, laid back and like he he's just like the the complaints he's making are like super student government complaints it's like uh and the student council only gets to paint signs we don't get to do anything and like he just like kind of briefly is like and some teachers here are sort of authoritarian and oh so it's any school ever okay great should we <laughs> should we listen to this dork burger talk yeah, for a yeah, minute let's go for it throughout my time at wyoming area oh, oh. i have pursued every yeah. leadership opportunity available to me <laughs> In addition to being a member of student council since I was a freshman, my classmates have also elected me class president for the past four years. Nerd! Nerd! my greatest honor, and I would like to thank you all for that one final time. It really means a was lot. He, uh, was he valedictorian as well, However, or was yeah. he just the president? Yeah. Both. The title of class president could more accurately be class party planner, and student council's main obligation is to paint signs every week. Jeez, oh, what do you want? Despite some of the outstanding people in our school, 
the lack of a real student government, oh, combined with the authoritative attitude that a few teachers, administrators, authoritative. Look at that guy. Look at that guy being like the fuck. You want me to knock him out? As leaders. <laughs> Hopefully, this will change. Cut the mic. Cut yeah. the mic. Ah. Uh, They're stoning him to death. I like how the guy tried to like kind of shake his hand for a second. And right. like, oh, fuck you, I'm, I'm out of here. The, uh, this story, by the way, has my favorite type of villain, which is a villain in a really stupid looking hat. In a mortarboard? Yeah, yeah. It just looks so ridiculous. Yeah. Those like academic... like that beret? Yeah, it's a beret with a tassel. Like, as yeah. if you couldn't make berets. But he also looks like looking. he's wearing what, like, when you get too close to the secret society and the main guy finally walks in to fuck you up. <laughs> right. That's what he's wearing. Yeah. And You're just also, like, where am I? Is he wearing, like, a 34 button? Like, he misses David Ortiz. <laughs> it's like he's celebrating his retirement or something. Like, what's going on with that button just right there? Maybe he's way and into Walter also, Payton. what jerk-off high school graduation has the uh, faculty wearing those robes? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't a think I've ever seen off high school. Like, what the fuck? I think that 34 is actually solidarity with Bill Cosby and <laughs> the numbers that he put up. Um, You're being modest. I think it's in the 40s or 50s. He, uh, yeah, it's also just funny that, like, he went, he dipped into, like, his, like, off prompter stuff, and, like, five seconds later, they had it cut. Yeah. So, yeah, like, they were. That is an authoritarian. Well, yeah. they, re- they were ready for. They him. were just like they were sitting there, like this motherfucker. Like, like it happened last year, <laughs> right? Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every year, this keeps. They happening. got that video scrubbed from the internet. They don't want to do all that work uh, this time. But again, it was super mild. It, it kind of reminds me of the Saudi Arabia thing with the guy being like, "Women are okay," and everyone being <laughs> like, "Oh shit, what?" Because uh, he was just like, "Yeah, they are authoritative." He didn't even say authoritarian. And yeah, they, they were like, "You the, fucking what?" The authoritative actions of some teachers. He, that's like some solid shade, right? I yeah, a, I had a friend who gave a speech at graduation, and he threw shade so hard at one of my friends. That only he would understand about like people that like you thought were your friends, and then he like stopped for a good three seconds to just (laughs) stare at the kid in the crowd and then continue his speech. And I'm watching this being like, oh, 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 (laughs) holy shit. So the the good news part of this story is uh, this little smarty pants got to finish his speech. On late night TV, and I said the dark side was that it had to be on Jimmy Kimmel because I fucking hate Jimmy Kimmel. (laughs) But it's cool that he let. Should we listen to the rest of his boring fucking speech? Yeah, this is actually like you you can tell. Like, this is the hit him up of uh, (laughs) (laughs) except five seconds in, you can tell like the producer of Jimmy Kimmel is like, oh, this is boring as fuck. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Take money. (laughs) West Side. Bad boy killers, you know. That would have been amazing. First I fucked your bitch in the click, you claim. West Side, where we ride? Come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. Go on, Jeff. We'd like to hear the whole song, please. We definitely bought some bad boys. Not going to say the rest. I hit the crucial N. Hit the N wall. By the way, this kid's dead now. <laughs> yeah. They found him in a creek. So this is the point, and Just I'm a guessing... a real suspicious suicide. I'm guessing now Jimmy Kimmel is going to... See, look, some of the students are standing up and applauding when this I think every student stick. stood up. And, no, they were applauding for the kid. Yeah. They were... Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Whoever cut that mic off should not be in charge of a... Education of any kind. I want to find out exactly oh, what shut happened. Up. So Good joke, Jim. I totally, if I was an authority, I, if I was now, there, I would have been like, Peter that kid's mic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would have cut this kid's mic too. He looks like he's. Oh, he looks like he's on Jersey Shore Kids. I was going to say, he looks like the nerdy one from like uh, One Direction or something. Uh, our school doesn't do the one through four. We do one through one. You're dodging the question. What was your grade point average? Never mind. Why were yeah, what's so your grade point average, motherfucker? That, Peter. Well, I went off script and it wasn't the speech a black light? because I knew they wouldn't <laughs> let me say what I wanted to say. All you really did was give the school like a two-star Yelp review. You really didn't do anything bad. Did you Pretty get yelled joke. at? Yeah, afterwards? that wasn't bad. No, but you could tell they weren't too happy. 
Were your parents proud or are you grounded forever? They were proud. They supported me. I'm on good. Jimmy Kimmel. Well, like, yeah, good for them. At the graduation ceremony, I thought it would be nice to let you finish it on television. So go ahead and Good bit, Jimmy Kimmel. He's like, I'd like to idea. eat up a couple minutes of uh, my show so I don't have to write material. Thank you very much. Hopefully, for the sake of future students... And computer club. <laughs> ...who do not do so already... Just get super racist at the end. <laughs> also, all these blacks in this school. <laughs> Integrating this school in 1995 was the worst idea we ever had. Wyoming area students or athletes that will define our lives. That was a cool effect. ...what we will go on to do as Wyoming area alumni. And I hope that every one of God, my if he had just started reciting the lyrics well to myself, hit him up, that would have been so fucking great. Or Ether. And achieve true happiness and success. Thank you all for coming. Bubba <laughs> That's a good. It was all right. I've heard better. Yeah, that kid is sponsored yeah. by Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually in his wall. That Cisco is actually on his wall. Just follows him around. I have. Well, thanks, Peter. Where are you going to college? Oh, thanks, Peter. I'm going to Villanova. Oh, good. Well, so I can gamble on basketball. Yeah, he's going to be the starting point guard. Oh, see, now that kid's going to be such a cocky piece of shit. Yeah, he is. Like, he wasn't going to be a cocky piece of shit. He's going to be doing stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> His credit will be late night with Jimmy Kimmel. Dude, that right there, that is uh, right there. That's going to be the thing where he's chasing it forever. I knew you were sipping that five-hour energy, you lying. I'm, I'm just a taking bitch. a little the the very end, <laughs> the, the backwash. backwash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's the last story. I had added a thing about uh, Banksy. Also, do a quick hit. Well, Goldie, the musician Goldie, went on a podcast and uh, he basically outed, maybe outed Banksy because he knows Banksy, and he was complaining about the commercialization of street art. And at the end, like, I think not thinking about it, he goes, listen, I respect Robert as a musician. And there have been rumors for years that, that it's Robert Plant. That, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that Banksy is the lead singer of Massive Attack, a man named Robert Del Naha. Massive Attack has a song on the Snatch soundtrack and Goldie is a character in the movie Snatch. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Which character? Uh, he's the one uh, <laughs> like the the low level um, gangster in the pawn shop. So he, Brick Top's like, do you know who I am? And he's like, oh, I do. Does oh, he have okay. blonde hair and yeah. gold teeth? Yeah. So he's goldy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but Massive Attack has the song Angel when Brad Pitt's mother is on flame in flames. Is Massive Attack awesome? Do I have to start yeah. listening oh, yeah. to Massive Attack? Yeah, they're yeah really Massive great. Attack's pretty great. And yeah, it's been Holy shit. rumored forever that this guy is actually Banksy and that also that Banksy isn't one person, that it's like an organization of people. <gasps> like Boba Fett. Because all his art is like stencil shit. Like you could, yeah. it's right. not like everyone would have to learn some really particular technique for it to be an organization. It's been rumored that we're all Banksy. We when are. you really think about it. In our hearts. <laughs> Exit the gift shop in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, don't, I think that's good news, right? We finally don't have to fucking speculate over who Banksy is. Yeah, at least it's like a cool person and not like it's like somebody who did other cool shit. Yeah, it would suck if it was like, I don't know, Newt Gingrich or something. (laughs) (laughs) Newt Gingrich. That would have been fucking amazing if Yeah, that would have been cool. You know, Donald Trump Jr. Actually, Banksy. One of the members of Fish. Yeah. So uh, we don't have comments because we we, uh, recorded this. Way, way, way in advance. So last week's episode isn't up. Uh, I can't think of anything else to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like we can't talk about anything, really. Like like the cracked (laughs) stuff. I don't know if people know how business things work, but. Yeah. It's like it was. I don't know what happened. Yeah. What what is that? What are you talking about? Uh, I I am no longer at cracked, Jeff. What? (laughs) Yeah. And neither is Jack. I, I'm no then, longer at Cracked. Uh, I am also uh, contractually obligated to not say anything bad about uh, our, our uh, Cracked's parent company. Oh. Um, right. So as was as was I. I still yeah. am. And yeah. that's how it always works. You can't. Well, let me tell something about the contract I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ah, loopholes. But yeah, I'm not at Cracked anymore. Jack's not at Cracked anymore. I guess some exits come with a little more ceremony and pageantry than others. It's fine. <laughs> and, and gift shops. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I don't know what happened at Cracked. It's like I could only focus on one thing. It eventually, yeah. I, I can't do all of this and do all of that. People right. ask us sometimes. Constantly. Once or twice a day. Right? Yeah. They were like, what happened? Yeah. What? It's and like, it's, how many, it's what? not an exciting story. It's not like I killed somebody. Right. And if I did, Jack couldn't talk about it anyway. Right. So Gladstone went. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gladstone. <laughs> I don't miss him. Oh, <laughs> oh Gladstone. <laughs> you can't uh, say that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. He's not cracked official. He works at, like, I can has cheeseburger now or something. Is I'm going to edit all this out. <laughs> that can't be true, can it? <laughs> well, it was funny. You know what was weird is when I did the cracked stand-up show and people were blown away because they thought oh, like, yeah. I wasn't allowed to do that for some reason. When, I did yeah. it, when Alex was just like, I want you to do the show. I'm like, of course I would. Yeah, I was going to do it. Absolutely. I couldn't do it that, I that night for some reason. Um, I can't believe you guys are cool with Alex. I mean, that guy is yeah. such a dick. You yeah. Know? He's just fucking Alex. Got that Schmitty the Clam shirt now. Right. Yeah. Oh, right that shirt's there. so great. It is. It's adorable. <laughs> but you got to get his face on it. Based yeah. off of a nickname, I just completely made up randomly because yeah. I think I must have been like drunk or something yeah. on, on mic. Yeah, I remember the first. It was uh, I was on a cracked podcast the first time I heard you call him Schmitty the Clam. Yeah. And I was like, what? I love Alex. Who's that? Yeah, he saved in my phone as I love Alex Schmidt, (laughs) the most likable. Yeah, and that's the thing about like just a wonderful guy. Like I never like there wasn't any animosity when I left Cracked. I just couldn't like you literally can't say anything. They make you sign papers that are very clear about what you can and can't talk about. And it was, but I I tried to reassure people over and over again that it wasn't like there wasn't any bad blood or anything. Right, and now hopefully people know because. Well, now Jack's that, here. Now that we can pretend like we were in the same studio and <laughs> like I didn't record this from my home office. Exactly. Um, yeah. You snuck into the cracked office at 3 a.m. to yeah. record it. Yeah. Like exactly. Mark Marin. Yeah. That's how he started. What the fuck? Adam and I can't be in the same room together. <laughs> we just go at each other's throats. Um, yeah. So unfortunately, no like diss tracks probably coming from either of us. We could still do it just for the funsies. That would be uh, fun. First. All right. Don't. Fuck the click, click you. <laughs> Damn, that was fuck, so fuck. I almost had it. Like I a, already did it once. I fucking I nailed it. Was that going to be a diss outtake? What was that? Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, you know what? Never mind. The Tupac diss outtake. First up, fuck, fuck. We do our. Did you guys outtakes? see all eyes on me? No. Is it no, good? Yeah. I haven't seen it, but uh, I I can't I can't do it. I can't watch it because I I. I personally, I I have been making the argument since I was like 11 that Tupac was one of our great actors. I just thought he was like so charismatic. And like, so to have somebody else pretend to be Tupac is just like, I, I won't be able to get behind it, I don't think. Yeah. The dude looks and sounds like him, but like he's not going to have the, the it factor. Yeah, but right? what about... You know, because like when you watched, uh, the, I'm, I'm assuming you saw Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Like how great was Ice Cube's kid as Ice Cube? Yeah. Like how, gr- like that was so great. You don't want to miss out on that. I, Ice Cube is awesome, but he, I feel like uh, people can do a good Ice Cube impression, but like doing a Tupac impression is like you're, you're trying to capture the, the sun. He's right. Like, you have to write a song for right. women to feel better after getting assaulted by Tupac. Right. Exactly <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's how do. fucking charismatic he yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. He like, pulled that off. The the whatever <laughs> PR machine has made it so that he is as exalted as he is is actually insane to me. Because right. like I loved I loved uh I mean we've talked about it a million times and yeah. I really enjoy his music. But when you remove yourself from it and look at it, it's a very John Lennon point of view of like Oh fuck this guy! Yeah, real like, bad. This guy's dude. a real yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, and you can say you know you can do all the you know Brenda's got a baby and all these like anthems of women and then beat the shit out of women. Yeah, right. It's like, but ugh. also if you go on Amazon right now, it's I hope it's still on there. Just search like Tupac interview and you'll find this. It's on Amazon Prime. It's like a forty-five minute interview from uh, when he was in jail, in between when he went to jail and when Suge Knight bails him out. And if you listen to that interview, it's like maybe the government killed him <laughs> because you hear the things he's talking about, and it's like Black Panther Party shit. Well, he was raised in a Black Panther. Yeah. His mom was a Black Panther, yeah. 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 
And he's like, we just need to unite all these gang members. And it's like, oh, that's the kind of thing that gets you killed, Tupac. You're going MLK on this one there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be very careful. Yeah, that's what I, I was actually having that same thought about the Saudi Arabian leader that like. He killed Tupac? That maybe he killed Tupac because, <laughs> I mean, 9-11, when you think about it. No, uh, that al- although like he's friendly with Trump now, like some of the stuff he's talking about doing is like very socially progressive. And yeah, if, if I, I just don't think America is ever good with that because like no, they need a no. country to be like sort of in the shitter to like continue to right. exploit it. So like if that guy dies in a mysterious plane crash, like in the next 15 years, you'll you'll don't don't say I didn't warn you. Well, it's funny, too, about like with the death of Tupac, where it's like right before it happened, there's a video of him. Basically, kicking the shit out of a person. It's like, oh, well, a known gang member, and people are like, who killed him? (laughs) (laughs) Probably that guy. Yeah, Yeah, might have been that guy. But there's like so, like it's like a fucking game of Clue, right? You'd be like, was it Biggie with the Hitman contract (laughs) from the SUV? Like, how about the guy? So many he, reasons. How about the guy he stomped on camera 15 <laughs> minutes before he was shot to death? How about like, Suge Knight after being told that he wanted out of the contract? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are so many. There are so many people to look at that it's like kind of fascinating because it, it is. It's like Clue. Yeah. That is the perfect murder because Suge Knight was in the car with him and like got shot. Right. But. The thing that Suge Knight knows that nobody else knows is that he's impervious to bullets. Right. So he can right. just... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you have that theory, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do a whole yeah, bit yeah. about it on <laughs> well, you, stage. I think you wrote a Playboy article about yeah, it, Yeah, I wrote too. a Playboy article about it. I still do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That he's invincible? Yeah. Suge Knight's fucking unbreakable. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the, the, the from the, the Don Cluminati theory, the Machiavelli album. There's like there was like a theory, a conspiracy theory that at the beginning, very softly, you hear him go, Suge shot me. <laughs> really? Yeah. If you ever like, if you yeah, if you Google it, like if you Google Suge shot me, like there's a lot of people that think that's what happened. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. No. Yeah. Suge ran me over at the craft table of a, <laughs> of a movie I was in. Yeah. Is that why he's in jail right now? It was actually. Uh, um, uh, no, it it is the the th- thing the that happened on the set or, of yeah. Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Maybe he just missed jail. It's sort of like that scene where uh, Brooks. And uh, Shawshank brings the knife up to the neck because he doesn't want to leave prison. That was right. that was why uh, Suge ran all those people over. He wanted to get back in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, killing any rapper is the perfect murder because you're not you're not going to yeah. go to jail. No one's going to go Weird to jail. Weird enough, <laughs> Janet Jackson did it. <laughs> <laughs> he backed out of poetic justice too, and she was livid. We did an episode of Pretty Scary all about famous rap murders, and it's insane. The Jam Master J murder is the craziest one. Why? They were were in a room uh, probably this size, except there were two rooms. So it was maybe the size of this apartment. And he had like lifelong friends who were there. There was a secretary who was there. And five dudes walk in. And the one friend of his claims he was looking down at his phone. So he didn't see who shot, who walked in. But then he also later testifies that he saw the guy hug him and then shoot him. So it's like, did you see him or did you not see him? And these people walk past all of these witnesses. There was security. You had to buzz people in. So someone buzzed this person who killed him in. All these witnesses see this guy walk in and shoot Jam Master Jay in the head, and it's never been solved. So like you know, everyone that's Kaiser in Kaiser Soze shit. Yeah, that's like, if you if you read articles about it, everyone in that neighborhood knows who committed that murder. No snitching. Yeah, it's it's exactly that. You know what's funny though? What's weird is like, who'd have thought? Like, of all the people in rap that would get murdered, it's fucking Jam Master J. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's who are you rubbing wrong? Yeah, they think it was like a money debt, <laughs> a money oh. debt, uh, sex a, debt. Was, I was literally just gonna say it was a sex debt. Oh, uh, so this was fun, Jack. Thank you so much for doing it. Thanks for having me, guys. This we was should, a lot of fun. We should wrap it up, Jack. Do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, just. Follow me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. I will be uh, announcing new shows as they come out, probably within the next couple months. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to do like a daily show thing where we have like four to five times a week, just like a news digest type thing. Nice. So, should be fun. That's and awesome. And I will definitely have you guys on. Yes, please do. There it is. Jeff. 
you have anything to plug, yeah. Mint you big on... stupid idiot. Oh. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Well, I'm a big stupid idiot, and uh, you can, uh, Mint on Card is the second Friday of every month. Uh, so this month it'll be July 14th, Bastille Day. I think that's the week this goes up, maybe. Great. It might be week after Great. or something so, like that. Great. Uh, so Beautiful Blast from the Past in Magnolia and Burbank. It's a very unique stand-up show. Uh, if you've ever wanted to see people tell stand-up in front of the action figures they grew up with, that's the place to do it. Nice. And uh, and so, yeah. So make sure you come to that. Follow me on the socials. I post about all my other shows as well. Nice. Uh we uh, follow us on Twitter at Unpops, on Instagram at Unpops.podcast. If you don't already, uh, subscribe to the rest of our podcasts on Patreon. We do 10 episodes a week for just $5 a month. It's 12 and a half cents an episode. You can't even make a goddamn payphone call with that if you can even find a payphone these days. I saw someone using a payphone today on the way here. Ooh, what a weird Really? The, right at the corner. Yeah, it was a girl that I thought may have been homeless, but she was livid. Yelling at the payphone. Oh, that's she the best. may or may not have been actually speaking to somebody. An angry payphone, payphone call. That's a rarity. She was young. She had one of those like carts, like a like a not a sh- like a half a shopping cart looking right. thing. One of those sure that you like drag behind you kind yeah. of. Yeah, and it was yeah. like parked right next to her while she was screaming into the payphone. Huh. And I was like, you know, for that call, you could have subscribed to at least four episodes of Unpopular Opinion. Exactly. You can also check out The Darkest Hour, the second Friday of every month at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica, 11.30 p.m. That's a show I co-produced with Josh Denny. And uh, we might be doing a monthly show in Glendale starting in August. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout. we got lots of stuff down the future. Glendale, California. Armenian Comedy Hour, we're calling it. (laughs) Home of Glendale (laughs) High School, probably. (laughs) All right. This Where they don't fun. have the a Glendale troublemaking valedictorian at Glendale. Raiders. All right. Let's get out of here. Jack, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Jack O'Brien rookie card, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Tops traded, everyone. 